in a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Got to interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the weekly cut. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Weekly Cut, episode 90. Uh, back with Con. Hello there. And Brad. How are we? And myself, Craig. Um, don't forget to check out our social at Weekly Cut on Twitter. Um, now, this week is a lot of uh, news from both Marvel and DC, basically. they've I would say they both had a terrible week and we'll, we'll, we'll talk why. <laughs> oh, yeah. Only one man's come out all right this week and I'll say it's Mr. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Agreed. Um, Agreed. But first, we're going to start off with something a little bit sad. Uh Dame Olivia Newton-John sadly passed away at the age of 73, a absolute cinema icon for the character of Sandy in Greece. I'm just going to read out uh, John Travolta's um, tribute because it was was lovely. It's only short, but uh, John Travolta said, my dearest Olivia, you made all our lives so much better. Your impact was incredible. I love you so much. We will see you down the road and we will all be together again. Yours for the first moment I saw you and forever. You're Danny, you're John. It's oh, that sign off, isn't it? Your yeah. Danny, your John. It's very, yeah. very, a cinema icon, and um, I think uh, quite a lot of people's crush at first. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so that sad news out of the way, uh, we're going to move on to a quick game from Bradley. Friends, don't lie. I completely forgot about that, and it's <laughs> absolutely brilliant to hear again. Anyway, so uh, we'll obviously explain it very quickly for people that don't know every week. Uh, I am trying to catch these two lovely gentlemen out with four statements, but there's a big fat whopping lie in the middle of them. Mm-hmm. So, starting with number one. Scroll, scroll, scroll. And there we go. Right. <laughs> the voice of Boo in Monsters, Inc. was actually a 36-year-old actress. Okay. Sean Connery wore a wig on every James Bond movie. The code in The Matrix is actually sushi recipes. And Michael Myers' mask in Halloween is actually a William Shatner face mark from Star Trek. I'm going to say one I know. Go on. The, well, I'm going to see an idea if this is wrong, but the Michael Myers one I think is, is, is definitely true. Okay. I think. Yeah, I, I, think. Think, I think Boo is a 36-year-old. So we're, we're torn between Sean Connery and no, The Matrix. I don't think Boo is. I think Boo is a natural child. Ah. I, think, I think that was running around with... I might be a completely wrong film, but they might have been chasing her around with a mic. I've got a feeling. I have got a feeling. Okay, so you're saying that one's a lie. I, think I, I don't think the Sean Connery one's a lie, because no. I just can't see it in the early ones. He's a very handsome man. I couldn't imagine him having very a wig. Handsome man. Especially because yeah. you said every single one. If maybe you said like one or two of them. Every single yeah, I might James have. Bond movie he was in. So, and the last one was Matrix Sushi. Matrix Sushi? See, that's entirely plausible. Yeah, it is. Saying that, I'm probably completely wrong on the Michael Myers thing. <laughs> um, so Connor's locked in. Craig, lock yourself I, in. I, I, <laughs> I think because the Matrix one is so plausible, I'm going to say that's that's the lie. Okay. And you're saying the boo, boo one. Okay. Yeah. Connor's right! Oh, <laughs> very well done. Good. Uh, yeah, it was actually a toddler, so you are correct. Yeah, I thought so. I was chasing uh, and oh. then the rest, uh, Sean Connery did wear a, a wig on all of his James Bond movies. The code is made from sushi re- recipes. One of the producers done it. And you're right, Michael Myers is yeah. a makeshift mask because they had no money back in 1978, whenever it was. Brilliant. Okay, well, so on to the news. News, 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 news
Someone found the lie. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry well played, God. Um, so, yeah, as mentioned up top, um, I'd say it's been a bit of a shit show for both Marvel and DC this week. Um, there's been loads of spoilers from Marvel, different actors coming out and retracting statements, which we'll get into in a minute. And DC, obviously, the restructure, which is continuing to happen and the cancellation of the Batgirl film. But first, we'll start off with just a quick one. She-Hulk's moved to August 18th release and will real release on a Thursday going forward. Fine. Um, yeah. A bit strange that they had it set up, didn't they? Wednesdays mm. and Fridays, but... Smart so, move. I can't, what was the one? It was Miss Marvel and what was it? Can I be? one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was... Crossover. It you wasn't good, to do yeah. That. Okay. Um, so cool, that's come out. Now, uh, first of the leaks, uh, Ironheart set photos. Uh, they've tried the very hardest to cover up. There's a lot of people out there with them reflective uh, umbrellas yeah, trying to cover up things. How, they do work. They, so obviously yeah, they, they do, don't yeah. because of the news you're about to say. But yeah. I remember looking at it, the picture and I went, I can't look at it. My eyes, <laughs> yeah. my eyes are open. <laughs> but what they need to realise is they need a, about a 50 by 50 foot one of these to cover yeah. this up. So we've got a first look at um, what I'll describe as a very beefy suit. It's uh, massive. It's a huge suit. Uh, there isn't much around it. You know, like when you, when you see something though, and unless there's something else next to it, you don't know how big it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? All men know this. And, um, but this <laughs> looks this looks quite beefy. It looks like very war machine, it like end-game war, war machine. Yeah. Um, now, we've got to look at that. Uh, allegedly, some more information come out uh, from, I believe, Daniel Richmond's uh, Patreon. Uh, that will be... She'll be having more than one suit. Um, she's appearing first in Black Panda... Black Panther Wakanda Forever. She, we saw her in a trailer. I didn't mm. see in a suit. So that's been some concept art. From the concept art, it looks very much um, like uh, makeshift and not full armour. So I think we're going to get our first iteration there. In a series, apparently, you can have more than one. It could be that one, plus this big beefy suit, plus another maybe. Who knows? Um, but it does look very big. What did you think of the suits? suit? I, I liked the suit. I, I did, yeah. I, I wasn't what, sure what I was expecting because we got that little promo mm. leak of not a few weeks ago. And it just looked beefy, as you say. But I thought this was really. I thought it looked cool. I, I initially thought War Machine. So yeah, yeah, I think it looked big and powerful. Yeah, that's and what I not not as shitty as Iron Man One makeshift in a cave yeah. suit. It looks better than that, which it should be if she's good old pals with Wakanda. So yeah, yeah I think this looked good. Yeah, I want to see it in action though. Yeah, yeah. how it yeah, how it moves. If it's a bit slow, I'll be a bit annoyed. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it'll be like. Slow, but like, like a um, transformer. It'll be like yeah. Samaritan. It'll be like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, it's <laughs> interesting they haven't gone the um, Pepper Bots rescue way. They may well do where, you know, quite a slimline yeah. suit and a, a woman suit. This looks like it could be Tony Stark or, um, I've got his name, Don Cheadle. Yeah, but James Rhodes. That's the one. <laughs> or James Rhodes. It yeah. doesn't look like it's a female suit, which I guess good, I suppose. It doesn't yeah. have to be. Um, but we've also got to look at the villain, uh, the Hood. Um, which is quite confusing because I, as I said, Red Hood. Um, but the hood, he does have a Red Hood. He does have a Red yeah. Hood. Um, and he's very supernatural, magic-based. Uh, a little bit of background on him, I'm sure you, you know I've too much about him. I've heard or seen of him. So the hood was a big, um, maybe about 10 years ago in the comics, maybe 15 years ago now, during Secret Invasion, uh, Dark Avengers and stuff like that. He basically just a low-level criminal, robs a place with mystical artifacts, as all happens in these sort of things, uh, as a cloak that's imbued with powers, doesn't realise, gives him sort of supernatural, mystical powers. It's actually Dormammu behind it, which right. sort of fixes him with Doctor Strange, the end of Doctor Strange, Multiverse Madness. They, him and Clear, go off to like Doctor Strange's mm-hmm. realm. Um, but another little uh, side note has come out of this. Apparently, I don't know how reliable sources, is, but Agatha Harkness could appear in this as like his sort of mentor because people have theorised, you know, since Scarlet Witch died or did she not die at the end? 
her trap where she's kept her Agatha is now failed, which That's makes right. sense for the yeah, Agatha yeah, series yeah. coming out yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, so it looks quite good. The concept behind the whole series is magic versus tech. Interesting. Magic wins. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. And this is quite interesting, though, which may explain the beefy suit. Uh, apparently, it's going to be taking place around the blip okay. when that happens. Okay. So there may be a load of, well, I mean, obviously, Iron Man's still alive, but he's off world at this point, isn't he? Um, James Rhodes is uh, gone as well at this point. So mm. there's lots of armors, I guess, knocking about that she may be able to get involved with. So mm. interesting. I, I, I quite like the. Quite a looks of this from what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah strange. Right, I need need to see more, but I'm yeah. I'm not sure I'm ready for another bout of magic. Personally, I feel like I had my love, my magic with Doctor Strange and Mighty Thor's Madness, and they do it because they're big characters. This isn't that character is not sold for me. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't. I don't know if I'm willing to. I mean, and also he's got a gun. <laughs> so, pick and choose your magic, magic imbued, <laughs> magic imbued pistol. Is yeah, it? yeah, it is. Jaw, um, jaw wields. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, he does nothing for me. That villain, but I will give them a go. Of course. Mm. Yeah, I thought compared the villain looked a bit weak compared to the beef suit. <laughs> yeah, looks a bit like a pee. Yeah, and if he's going to be doing sort of magic with you know stones and stuff like that, and yeah, I don't know, I don't know. We I'll shall just, see. We shall mm. see. We shall see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now we will get on to a host of Marvel actors and people <laughs> uh, involved with Marvel. Marvel uh, spoiling the future. I would say I wouldn't say spoiling actually because I quite like everything that's been mentioned here, mm. but. They have been targeted by a Feige artist because nearly every one of them has retracted any statement that's been said. Yeah. So we'll start with the first one. Um, not a big thing, but Ryan Reynolds looks to be back in training. Obviously, Deadpool 3, um, possibly. It doesn't mean it is definitely mm. him, but I think the trainer, is it Don he's Saldino? Very, uh, uh, yeah, he's very Don Saldano. Yeah, him. He um, has worked with a lot of Loads. Marvel characters to train as well, so it makes sense. We know Deadpool 3 is coming anyway. It just hasn't been announced. He, but. he also put swords and a red thing so yeah it's pretty if it isn't yeah. on yeah right. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty bang on uh so good i guess yeah he looks beefy just like the, the suit yeah, yeah. Line yeah. he looks beefy that's yeah. the word of the day yeah. <laughs> beefy. Beefy. <Tight> left. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have uh, a tiktok come out of um moonlight director mohammed diab and oscar isaac on a little boat in cairo who seem to have revealed that season two is coming of moonlight um and has later been retracted where Director Mohamed Diab has come out and said, actually, there's been no talks about the future at all. So is that a case of doing it by accident and then being told, what the hell are you doing? We haven't announced that yet. Yeah. It was a strange TikTok. It was a strange Very TikTok. Uh, so I, I, I think out of them, I don't know why, maybe because it is Oscar Isaac and give him what he wants. If he wants to do it, I imagine Kevin Feige goes, yeah, all right, fair enough. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it. So yeah. I've got a feeling that if there was one to do a Moon Knight season two, considering where it ended, I would say that's probably one... If I was a betting man to say that gets a second season, I think. Yeah, so so people haven't seen TikTok. They, they're they on a boat and it says it's season two coming and they said, why else would we be in car rooms? Yeah. So, right? yeah. yeah, that's it. And then, yeah. But then what's added more to this is that Hollywood Reporter, who's obviously pretty good with stuff, has come out and said that it's actually titled The Midnight Mission. That is the second series title and it will have 12 episodes and begin filming later this year in Budapest. Okay. So there's a lot of information to come out there yeah. And it not actually be happening. I think this is the case of them going a bit, getting a bit gun ho and then, then being told, no, yeah. shut up. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, so that's one. Yeah. Now we have another one. Patton Oswald, who played uh, Pip the Troll in the post credits of Eternals with Harry Styles, um, has seemingly confirmed Eternals 2 is happening and Chloe Zhao is back to direct. 
again, immediately retracted and said, actually, there's been no talk of this. Um, don't know where he got this information for from. But with all of these and cu- what's coming up in the next couple, they must have some have told been told something to have this in their head. You wouldn't they've just been, say that. No, no, they've been around Marvel and we'll talk about Rosario Dawson in a minute and Star Wars and stuff to know the fact you don't mention these things unless mm. they've been confirmed. Yeah, exactly. they've definitely said keep your diaries clear because this is happening this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But um, Eternals two, okay. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I, yeah, I think not that, excited. But I think the next time you're going to see him is is in a um team up like the two Avengers films that are yeah have already been announced. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, if they don't come in for Kang, it'll be like the age-old question of, you know, when Eternals even come out, like, where were they? Yeah, what are yeah. they doing? So yeah, now, yeah. They, now they are there. They need to need to pop up. Stop pissing about it. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, next Stop one. One of our favourite, <laughs> one of our favourites here, Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, another, <laughs> an, another TikTok and another, um, well, I don't know what he was actually at. Some He was on stage somewhere. Mm. Um, video of it, you can look it up. Uh, has revealed that he has met with Marvel. And he has teased not one, but three characters. He has teased uh, Magneto, Professor X, and Doom, but has said out of the three, he would like to play Professor X. We mentioned Professor X mm. a while ago. This isn't yeah. new information to us, really. Um, but for him to actually say it, is, uh, there's something going on with him. Mm. He's, he's yeah. definitely in line for something. Like we said last week, hope, hopefully not Doom, because mm. once I'm a bit younger yes. and step into the role, grow into it. But Magneto or X, I'd, I'd have that all day. It's a, t- it's a tough one. I, I like it. I like them both. I remember the issue we had last time when this. I can't remember who done the rumor that he's going to be playing Professor X, but it was on our Twitter. But I, I, we had we all struggled. I think because he is an iconic villain, I'd yeah. always be scared he's going to turn nasty. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I do. I do think he is typecast as a villain. I actually really like the Magneto. I really like him as Magneto as well. But I don't. What are they doing? Are they going for the old guys again, or are they going for the young? One? Are they doing Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy? Yeah. Or are they doing Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart? What yeah. are they doing? But that's the sort of thing we spoke about um, Esposito with his age. We said um, it'd be a brilliant Doom, but not fighting Doom. Yeah, he sure be 64 when it was starting along yeah, them lines, yeah. something on them lines. So he's in his 60s. Yeah. I know you can argue like Patrick Stewart was, I don't know what age he was. He must have been 60s Muscle. for yeah. when they did X Men. Same with Ian McKellen. So I guess you can do it. And, you know, if you play Professor X, like you said, he's, he's too horrible in my mind to do that. Yeah. But he doesn't have to do that much moving about. No. Literally around. not much at all. Just a left hand to the temple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're so weird. And same if you're going for an older Magneto. He doesn't really need to do much. He could, yep, just hold his... <laughs> exactly. Brad's holding his hands I out at the moment. Two hands, though. I want two, <laughs> two hands, hands yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I think Doom is a more physical role out of the two of them. But I, I don't know if I want him as any of them, really. Mm, I want him somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I yeah. don't know where. Yeah. I think he would have been, I know it's already been cast and he did really well on it, but I think he would have been a good Kang. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been. That's a good point. But obviously... Or um, Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see, if they do go the old guys, if they do, I don't know what they're doing at Marvel, the mutants, it's all up in the air, but if they do go the old guys, I do really actually can see him as Magneto because mm-hmm. you then have your... He's a villain. We know Giancarlo. He's a villain, Esposito. Yeah. But obviously, Magneto is a bit more complicated. He's not just a villain. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So he does want. He's doing it for the right wants, reasons. They both want the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Patch, uh, Xavier and Magneto. So I do feel like you would have a really good balance of Esposito being a fucking horrible villain, mm. but then having been such a good actor that he could play the part where you do sympathise and empathise with Magneto. So I think that'd be a really good choice for Magneto. Yeah. But only if they're doing that route. If they're doing Origins and stuff, obviously yeah. it'll work. 
Yeah. yeah. Although, you know what this is going to open itself up to, just a, a whole load of comic fans being racist. Oh, horrible. absolutely. It's just, just yeah. going to be... This ain't one, this ain't one of them ones for me. We, we've always been honest here, and Connor's a person of colour, so... Hello, <laughs> Connor, Hello. Connor can say exactly, obviously, what he thinks of it. So, But my, my opinion of it, as a white male... Um, I there's a certain we've said it certain ones. I would say Clark Kent. I would say Peter Parker personally. Um, all the big ones that are just absolutely mind blowing. I also think Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm. I I know how they look. Everyone knows how they look, and I think it's a bit weird to change that race. But um, same with things that need it, like Black Panther, because it's such central um, um, Africa. But then when it comes to Xavier, I wouldn't say that's one where I know it's an iconic character in the comics, yeah, which yeah. I've not read. I just don't feel that connection where I need to see him a white bald male. Yeah, do you get what I'm trying to say? Well, the, good thi- the good thing is now they've got the multiverse. We've seen the Patrick Stewart version in this yeah. MCU. So you've so got you, your, you've got yeah, your so you, yeah. So you, exactly. So you can do the Earth six if Earth six one six, which yes. is apparently our universe. Um, if we have that, and it's you know a, a black guy or Hispanic, what? I think he might be both. He's definitely Hispanic, but yeah. I think he is also... Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, it, it wouldn't matter. No. The only thing I think it would matter with, just because of historic reasons and the backstory, is I don't think he would fit Magneto because he's not exactly going to play a Jewish Jew guy no. In, no. in a concentration camp. Do you know what I mean? It's very yeah. true. In history-wise, that's... You want to make it to the camps. No, <laughs> no. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So I don't think that would work very with good, that. Very Professor X, no problem. Doctor Doom, no problem very at all. Good point. I, also, I'd just like to say, I don't have a problem with being Magneto. But I just don't think, I think that's, that's the no, worst fit true, out of yeah. the three. Anyway, right now, on to uh, Rosario Dawson. So uh, she has revealed that the Punisher is being revived within the MCU and John Burnfall is returning Again, later's denied it with a simple tweet. I won't read the tweet out, but it's basically on lies that she got her information from a fan and she <laughs> believed what a fan said, and that was the end of it. Do we believe her? No, that was a full-on announcement. It was nothing more. Nothing Although less. I do not believe uh, she said it in his own series, didn't she? Yeah, I don't believe that. I think he'll be. I I think he'll be in Daredevil: Born Again. But if, yeah. if anything, yeah. there's no way. I've recently watched Punisher again. Mm-hmm. Disney are not doing that. Yeah, they're not doing a Punisher solo project. Yeah. I can, I would bet my mortgage on it. <laughs> like it's too brutal. Daredevil's one thing, and I think you can do that with the same tone. Personally, on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. not that I think they will, but anyway, Punisher's ten times worse than Daredevil. Yeah, it, I can't ever see them doing John Burnfall. Do what you've done for Netflix. Anywhere near that, mm-hmm. I yeah. think he'll be a side character. I don't. I don't yeah. Do you think her character will be back? Any of this. weird. I don't know why. It's really a nothing character. She's, yeah, she's the point. night nurse. I don't know why. But she, but it's weird for her to come out and say, you know, like, not just confirm that the Punisher's back and John Burnfall's back. It's weird for her to say that I got to work with everyone else in all the other series, but I didn't get to work with him, so I'm excited. It's strange, yeah. So she doesn't get all that information from a fan. No, and if you believe it, you're a div. Yeah, because... <laughs> Sorry. I agree, because if a fan's told her, which she alluded to, that, you know, Punisher's back and John Burnfall's back, the fan didn't tell her that she's involved with this and yeah. going to be possibly back in the MCU but she was like I'm excited to work with him so yeah. so, so are you back then <laughs> we don't know yeah um, but that is oh no sorry and she also teased which is why I find her a bit odd because she knows what Marvel's like and also with Star Wars with this bit she also teased that Admiral Thrawn is going to be in the Ahsoka series which makes sense to all of us saying that we are really trying to track him down because the way Rebels ends Thrawn goes off with Ezra and it makes sense for him to be in there. There's been loads of cast of rumours and it, yeah, it does make sense. But again, another thing, she sort of got asked, is that actually, um, no, I don't know. 
With, come on, yeah, come on, girl. Star be- Wars and Marvel, you know that it's so tight lipped, and to yeah. come out with two things and the same thing, I know a fan told she me ridiculous. Got to start giving out fines. <laughs> got, <laughs> to. <laughs> got to be punishment. Got to. We've got four or five people there, and six if you include the Ironheart set photos <laughs> leaks, where they have dropped the ball here, and surely Feige's going, oh, for Christ's sake, what's yeah. going on? Do you know what I mean? And if these are not all announced at D twenty three, I would be shocked <laughs> now. They have to be. It is weird. Yeah, they have to be. Now let's get on to uh, the shit show of DC. We've done the Marvel one. We'll do DC now. Let's start with possibly some of our favourite uh, news. I'd say our favourite person to speak about Ezra Miller. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, now you know we've been through it at those times. There's been loads of things happening with him. Uh, he's finally been caught up to and uh, officially being charged with felony felony burglary. They got him. They got him. Um, <laughs> do you want to? You explained it and read it a bit better. Do you want to explain what that is? Oh Fendi yeah, uh, I did. Re- I've read a bit more about it today as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the story is um, obviously the headlines are sound a little bit worse than it is. But he was at a friend's house on May first in Stamford, Vermont, and uh, looks like before he left, he helped himself to the liquor cabinet mm. for a, quite a few bottles of said liquor uh, and took them. And then the occupants come back and sort of said, "Where's my booze, bruh? And uh, filed for a, a burglary. So he didn't, it wasn't no breaking no. or entering or anything like that. He looks like he stole some booze, but it's still wrong. Yeah. Still, it can't, it, there's no difference. Is that not, you know, like we've all been around each other's houses, you're around mine now, but if we, yeah. we've all been around each other's houses and, and like at barbecues and stuff, had drinks and stuff, if I nicked a bottle, you're not calling the police and taking me to court for it. Right, right. No, right. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was, bottle back or buy maybe it was a friend of a friend and they were let in or something and then they got to call the police I, and. It was. It, I, I was laughing last night. People were trying to make this is yeah. the now that's done him, and finally, I bet Warner Rolls went, "Oh no!" And then went, oh, "He stole some booze." And also, this was three months ago when yeah. now he's apparently getting rehab help from since July. Yeah. I'm not saying I think he's he's done and he should be done after the flash, but this isn't the smoking gun that I think people thought it would be when they saw he's been charged with burglary. Oh my god, another thing. Mm. I don't think it's the smoking gun as people thought last night. No, but then again, any. Oh, it's still crime, even, even though it's, it's a, still terrible. I'd say it's yeah. a very puny crap crime. It's not exactly yeah. something to worry about, but anything like this does add Course. more to it. Headaches, isn't it? But he's got a court date on September 26th. Um, it, it does, uh, we mentioned it a little bit last night. I, I sort of figure, is this them trying to rope him in and then while they've got him, like not on the run anymore, can they now nail him with some other stuff Charges. that's been going around? I, I guess we'll find out or whatever. But, I mean, if the flash was coming out anytime soon, I think it's still way off yet oh absolutely anything's going to be announced especially not before his court date no, no you ain't hearing anything about it before then I find I find it all so um, hypocritical this thing with mm. it. it's uh, for me uh, don't get me wrong he should be done and I think he will be done post flash I do think it is a bandwagon thing though I can't help but feel that way with Ezra Miller because people are talking about when you'll get onto the Batgirl news in a second but people are talking about you can't get rid of that because it's a, it's a Latina um, bat, a woman lead role etc but yeah, everyone's saying cancel the Flash and app, etc. But there's a really big role for another Latina, Sasha Cow, being yeah. Supergirl. So I don't, I just, I just think this has been a massive bang. And like I say, Anthony Starr glass someone in a pub oh, saying, yeah. um, "Do you know who the fuck I am?" etc. He's being called for an Emmy. That's as bad as anything Ezra Miller has done. Oh, do you because- know who he is though? Exactly. Yeah. I do, well, yeah, I do know he's talking about. But do you see what I mean? Like, yeah. why, why is no one talking about that Anthony Starr thing? Is it because it's not? It's just because it's Prime Video and not the you know big glorified DC yeah. Warner Brothers. There is a lot more to Ezra Miller stuff than Anthony Starr. Hundred percent. But yeah. but worse wise, he's done just uh, levels as well. Mm. So Ezra Miller threw a chair at a woman in Hawaii, and uh, I think 
done done something else and Anthony Starr glass on. And that's the worst they've both ever done. Mm. The other alleges of him grooming children mm. sounds horrific, but there's you can't just judge yeah, him on yeah. that because the, the kids are saying, no, they're not. And the woman has also said, with the kid, has said he's actually saved our life and we're on the run from the domestic abusing husband and we're living rent-free in this house. Yeah. So there's a lot of ifs and buts. The only thing he's done which he needs to be charged for is the Hawaii stuff. So what I'm saying is there's nothing on Anthony Starr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely true. nothing. I just feel like he's done so much and he should be finished as a DC character, should be done. Mm-hmm. But as soon as anything happens, Ezra Miller and Trends, it's the whole world descends on it mm. and wants it. I just feel like that's the way I feel. Yeah, like. it might it might yeah. be that case. But either way, like you said, uh, it's, I, don't, I think it's too much of a, he's too much of a liability Without regardless um, after the flash. So whether they part ways amicably, he's he's got to be gone. Mm. Yeah, because. It seems like something else could happen. Nothing, nothing major, but something, something could happen. It's yeah. too much of a risk. Anyway, uh, let's get on to the big news of the week. Um, it was all over Twitter, all over everywhere. Batgirl has been cancelled. Um, now, let's just say they, they've said... Let's get on to the audience scores quickly. So, audience scores reportedly uh, thought that it was a, like a bad episode of TV. Uh, the costume's very TV-like, which I find strange, because I imagine it's the same Michael Keaton Batman costume as... Going to be in the flash, mm, yeah. But the Batgirl costume, I didn't think it looked bad. I didn't think it looked bad. When I, also, I will say costumes look pretty shit until you see them in a the film. Yeah, you know, like, until you actually see them in live action mm. and not just a set photo or something. Like that. They do generally don't look that great, do they? Yeah, Ms. No, Marvel looks true. shit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. like the the the, uh, the hood things. It's just a bloke in a cape <laughs> and hood looks yeah. pretty crap. But yeah, you know, by the time they do it a TV show the hood thing will probably be CGI'd. Do you know what I mean? Same with like Doctor exactly. Strange or whatever. Um, so they've said it, uh, that's, that was the audience reactions, uh, reactions. The comparable scores, this is what they're saying, it's sort of cancelling as well because they're reportedly bad scores. Uh, in, this, in the range of the 60s, comparable to Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and uh, the first cut of Black Adam. They put that in there simply because Black Adam is obviously reshot yeah. and there's been a new cut now. So... Do you think any of these, we'll get on to why they may have cancelled this, but do you think any of these test scores are actually anything to do with why it's been cancelled? Not for me. Can't be. So I can't see if Shazam, which is coming out, is it December, isn't it? December, yeah. Well, although it may be pushing yeah. it back as well, won't they? Um, that's still going, but that's, yeah. is that too far for them to cancel? It's got to be, isn't it? That one anyway. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not convinced. I, I know it's obviously it's Holly Reporter had said about the test screenings and stuff, um, receiving that score, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not convinced that's their main reason for no. me. Because no, that's when you know you need to do reshoots. Yeah, so which is what they did with Black Adam. Yeah. So that's, they specifically said for the first cut of Black Adam in the 60s. So they've done a lot of, they've done extensive reshoots. Yeah. So I guess it scored better now. I don't really know what it is now. I haven't read I, I have no, no idea. Um, so yeah, that can't really be, be it. But they've said now they're doing a, it's called a tax write down, which, which means they'll be able to recoup the costs which will be better for them than instead of releasing it HBO Max or a theatrical release. But it does also mean, because they're doing this way, they can never actually release this for money oh. ever in the future, which means it can never be seen. They can't sell it to another studio. They can't release it on HBO Max. They can't release, release it in theatre either. Cannot release it on home DVD. So now, if, they, if this is what is actually happening, and this is what it finalises as, this film will never see the light of day. Cool, that's a shame. Until, it is, it is until such a someone shame. leaks it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just, I've never heard it before. So no. it's about, what's it, a $90 million yeah. uh, budget. Obviously, it's not finished. It's only finished filming. Other stuff had to be done on it. Um, but surely, you know, let's say even if it doubled that by CGI costs and stuff like that and they put it on 
theatrical release, which I'd have to probably double again. It'd probably be near on, let's say, 150 million budget by the time I've done all the CGI. I would say the advertising is about double, but I don't think it would be for this. So let's just say 200 million in yeah. total. This film makes that money back. I think it, you well, not think at least I think 200 a film not to make 200 million is is very small nowadays. Look at Morbius, mm. even that made over that. And that was a dog. I think yeah. with Michael Keaton and with uh, big Brendan Fraser coming back as well. Yeah, that's a shame for him as well. That would yeah. been a pull for me. I want to see him back. I, I think it probably would have done, even if it was two 200 feet, it probably would have done. I mean, bigger, better films have failed to make that. Northern, for example. Yeah. Brilliant all star cast and great reviews, but didn't make the money. So it's definitely a harder market. Mm. But yeah, I think it probably would have made its money, but we'll get on to it. But that's, I, I just think they... That's not the reason. They, right. I think they pulled it for a different reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to play a clip in a moment. Um, but let's just talk about that quickly. So David Zaslav uh, says they're setting up a team at DC with a 10-year plan with significant focus on quality, which is probably where this is where you're probably thinking mm-hmm. is why it's been cancelled, because they want everything to feel theatrical. So people say, you know, it feels like a bad TV episode, probably is not fit in that market. No. Um, as noted that he wants to uh, as using Kevin Feige's model as inspiration and key key DC characters to build on will be Batman, Wonder Woman and Superman as a number one priority which I think is music to everyone's ears yeah without question Um, before we talk about it do you think it's a good time to play this clip I believe so okay so this is David Zaslav uh, talking about what the plan is Batman, Superman Wonder Woman Aquaman um these are brands that are known everywhere in the world, and the ability to drive those all over the world with great story is a big opportunity for us. We have done a reset. We've restructured the business where we're going to focus, where there will be a team with a 10-year plan focusing just on D.C. It's very similar to the structure that Alan Horn and, and Bob Iger put together very effectively with Kevin Feige at uh, Disney. So I guess that is just music to everyone's ears, yes. nice. Yes. Yeah, that's perfect. All I need to do. I, I just I just think he's done he's coming like me me, we've said it all before that he seems to be doing all the right things in a minute, and this is one of the biggest mergers um ever, um, in terms of companies, let alone the entertainment in- industry. So there was always gonna be big and bad in in sort of quotations for some people in terms of changes. But when you look at the the old regime's plan, for people that don't remember, it was Batgirl replaces Ben Affleck as Batman. It was Sasha Cowell's Supergirl replaces Superman, Henry Cavill. And um, Michael Keaton becomes the DCU Batman as a Nick Fury-type role mm. when they haven't even... Where's Superman? Where's, ba- where's Batman in this universe? Yeah. So I think David Zaslav's come in, which isn't really a theory of ours. It's pretty obvious from yeah. all the reports. He's come in and said, what's going on with the flagship characters? They call it the Trinity of DC, which is, yeah. as you just said, Craig, Wonder Woman, Batman and Superman. They've gone... I'm going to be honest with you, David. We don't know. And he's gone, well, you're all fired then because they have, he has fired everyone. Yeah. Um, and that's why Alan Horn's in. So, and I think that's why this is not going forward because I don't think they want Keaton as I, the I, DCU Batman. I agree. Mm. I agree. And I, and just to reiterate what we just said, um, you know, they want a, a significant focus on quality and films that feel theatric. It's just the same as Marvel, as he quoted, obviously what they did. You had the big three in Marvel Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, built the universe around them, and then you can kill them off, you know, down yeah. the road. Yeah. At the stage we was at, they're pretty much their big three are, are doing nothing. It's it's madness. And Wonder Woman's last film, we discussed it before, crap. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so it's to to screw up the big three, as they say, is 
it's insane. But th- this is such a turnaround, which is, I think, brilliant. Yeah, yes, I, I think just people need to remember it is like I said, I, I've been in uh, obviously nowhere near to the extent, but we've spoke off air, as you call it. I, I've been in, involved in two company mergers, and there's always horrific. Um, they call it layoffs today in America. Yeah, La- redundant. We call it redundancies, but there's always people made redundant. The, the new owners want to make changes, and that means want to throw their way the about. strategy. Of course they do. Yeah. So something as big as this, like Warner Brothers. I mean, this is the Harry Potter franchise. All the, yeah. the big massive studio that is Warner Brothers is, and that's been completely taken over by a new company. Of course they're going to have completely different. Bearing in mind how everyone thought DC was in the mud. Yeah. Of course they're going to make radical changes. Yeah. And I think this is just an unfortunate casualty. And as you just said, Con, I feel terrible for him. I feel terrible mm. for Leslie Grace as Batgirl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton, I don't think gives two shits. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Brendan Fraser. He was so excited to be back and everyone loved him. You know, he got, we saw that interview of him when he got really emotional because all the fans behind him. Now the film's cancelled. Yeah, They've got to do the right thing and get him in something else. Like yes. sharpish. Yes, they just, should. Just to do it, but... It's sad, but it's, do you know what's the worst thing about this? It's taken this merger and this guy to come in and realise they've got to focus DC on Batman, Wonder Woman and Superman. Yeah. It's insane to me. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> like, like any one of us could have done that yep. 10 years ago when they started it. 100%. You knew, I know, because we, we, we said a long time ago, you know, DC tried to copy the Marvel formula ages ago, but they rushed it and then ended up having, you know, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman all in uh, Batman vs Superman, and Justice League appeared with no backstory to Cyborg, Flash, uh, Aquaman at the time. So they rushed it. So now that they've realised, let's just do what's successful with our three big characters. Yeah. Yeah. It surely is the way to go. Yeah. But my question is to both of you now, um, because if you watch them in in timeline order, for example, where do you now where do you now pick up from? Because Superman's been missing for a long time. Do you do a separate story where he's had to go off planet and sort out something else, which is why he's not been about when other things have been going on? Batman's been here, there, and popping up a little bit and will pop up in Aquaman. It's The actual timeline's a bit of a mess. But to be, mm. to be, it is a complete mess. I'm yeah. No defence on that. But nothing's happened yet. No. So, no. so, so the question of where have they been, well, we, that doesn't matter because we've not got anywhere. Yeah. So since the Snyder Cut, yeah. whether... The Justice League of 2017 is the canon one, which they said it is, yeah. or whatever. Um, since then, you've had joke like Joker in 2019, which is complete as a prequel. Yeah. It's a separate universe, nothing. Um, you haven't really had anything. You have the Suicide Squad, which again, I think that is canon, but that's so grounded. The Justice League yeah, wouldn't have anything really to do matter, with it. Yeah. Yeah. Peacemaker has obviously alluded to the Justice League, but in a more of a fun cameo. Mm. So I know what you're saying, but I don't think. It yeah, is I suppose a, it you is don't a need mess, to, yeah. but at the minute, the question of where Superman been is irrelevant because they've not actually gone anywhere yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's a good point. To when refer, they yeah. do start, and even Aquaman that comes, I don't know why Superman would be involved in an Atlantis war anyway. Well, Batman, Batman's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he won't be. Batman, yeah, no, Bruce yeah, Wayne, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? Him probably just singing another hymn like he did in Snyder Cut <laughs> with, the, with the crew from Norway. But yeah, I think. I don't yeah, think it's going to be connected, actually, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and the Wonder Woman sequel was 84 as well, exactly. yeah. So, so I do yeah. think maybe they will. You can work. I've got a funny, it's more than hope. I'm not, this is no theory. I think they are looking to try and carry on that Snyderverse. Not bring yeah. Zack Snyder back. He's too no, busy. No, 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 yeah. He's done with DC, I think. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't go back if I was No, him. definitely not. not at all. And I think Netflix have gave him the right <laughs> amount of money to say, forget him. Yeah. yeah. But I do think Henry Cavill, the conversation is happening, whether they can do it or not, I don't know. I think the, the conversation with Ben Affleck is happening. Whether they can pick up from there, 
I don't know if they can now, personally, but I do think they're having that chat. Yeah, I just I think we, talk, we spoke about that time when this flash film eventually comes out and inevitably Ezra Miller's replaced with possibly Grant Gustin, as we talked about yeah. last week. Um, I think they use that film as a very, very soft reboot to the DCEU and then go from there. Because you may have yeah. a new Flash by then. You can have Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, Aquaman all be there in, in this cataclysmic event, but survive it and move on. And it's a new world from then, is what I would do. Yeah, Because the Flash is a perfect that. excuse to reset. 100%. Yeah. Do you think that? I think so. Yeah, I think that's the best way to go. I will say my thoughts just overall, mm-hmm. if they don't bring Henry Cavill back or can't get it done, the DCEU is tarnished forever. Yeah, I agree. Forever. Yeah. yeah. I think Someone I else can I step in, of course, yeah. but the fact we've only got Cavill once in his own standalone film yeah, yeah. is yep. a disgrace. Yep, an Ant-Man trilogy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's people what people say. keep saying. Yeah. 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 It's, you're completely right. Um, but it comes to a point, and you know, now... This David Zaslav, I mean, he's got to be speaking to Henry direct. Oh, yeah. No, so, no middlemen. To be fair, this isn't us spouting shit. You're right. Mm. It has, I think even Deadline said, done a loose report and said, it is, they are talking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there is a sticking point about, they'll get to it. I, I think with enough money, Henry Cavill will do it. Because yeah. he isn't, Henry Cavill's big. He's a big actor, of course. He's in the line for whether he's James Bond and stuff. Mm. But he hasn't, he hasn't, doesn't do many big blockbusters. No. He does yeah. a lot. He, he's a, he's grounded in the well, old Mission video Impossible game. Mission Impossible was things. the last one, isn't yeah. It? yeah. Um, so I do think if they go look, and he, everyone know if you know Henry Cavill, but we we do best mates. <laughs> um, he adores the character. The character yeah. means so much to him. So I don't think it would take that much. No, it, I think if he just goes to him and go, look, you are our Iron Man. Yes, for the DCEU yeah. cover, you're going to be in pretty much everything. Right, we're going to give you this amount of money per film. A shitload of cash. Yeah, <laughs> shitload of cash. But just make you the linchpin of this whole thing. I think he'd be like, right, sweet, well, I'll do it. Yeah, he's just, what they need. Sorry, go on. He's just got to send the WhatsApp with the eyes emoji. <laughs> yeah. And they'll come back. Yeah. That's what we've got to do. But what they need to do, because obviously the rumours with Bond, I don't think he's going to be Bond. But if they manage to nail him down as Bond, they've lost him as, as Superman. So, yeah. so they need that. Need that. They're doing the search of Bond next year. They need him in place. Sharpish. Imagine as a man if you've played Superman and Bond in your lifetime. You've completed life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh. Bond and uh, Doctor Fate. <laughs> yes, yeah. You're getting quite a lot of these, aren't you? But I don't, What's I, that? Pierce Bosnan, isn't it? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know when the... I don't have to do in DC Fandome this year. They did say they was, but that was prior to the merger. Something, whenever the Investors Day next is, I think that's when their eggs will be put in the bath. Their plan will be revealed. Yes. Mm. I think they're just trying to get everything sorted for now. They're taking the bad PR hits, yeah, but, yeah, definitely. but people like us who are, you know, a bit realistic are saying, Do you know what? It's actually sounding like it's a bit rough over there, but he's doing the right things at but the minute. It's this last couple of weeks, and if they end it off with Henry Cavill being announced back, is a is a uh, prime example of a shit sandwich. Yep. You've yeah. had the Black Adam stuff, which is brilliant, the trailer, Shazam, whatever, SDCC. Batgirl's cancelled, that's a shit in the middle. Henry Cavill. It's the uh, it's what you do, and you only remember the bits. I liked yeah. how they went. Um, yeah, we're shit, we're shit, but Joker. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. Yeah, so let's move on to some. Let's move on to some better. Exactly, the shit sandwich yeah. continues. Uh, let's move on to some better DC news. Uh, so, Joker sequel has uh, now got an official release date, October fourth, twenty twenty four. Gaga put out quite a cool little uh, video, finally confirming that she's uh, in the film. I mean, it's been rumored for ages. Still not 100% confirmed it's Harley Quinn, but judging by the little video she put out, 
It's Harley Quinn. It's definitely <laughs> the little I thought it was really cool. I liked that the little dancing thing and the the red bits on it. So it's quite cool. Um, now there's been some more rumors about it. Film is, filming. It's not a rumor. Sorry, filming is beginning this December, uh, but it is rumored that it is largely set in Arkham Asylum, Love which that. Oh, makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah, well, he didn't escape at the end, did he? he just no, killed. Yeah, the woman. he ran down corridor. Didn't yeah, he? so I reckon I don't think that was uh, Arkham, and I think he'll be moved because of that death or something. Yeah, and then yeah, set in Arkham, and he meets Jesus whether psychologist. Whether they do yeah. that, I hope they do. Uh, do. Do you know about that? Harley, so her name is Harleen Quinzel. Oh, yeah, yeah. So do you remember in Suicide Squad, they lean into it where yeah. she falls in love with him as a... I, I don't know if they'll do that or she's a... I don't know which patient. I hope they do the psychiatrist. Thing. I do. Yeah. So you um, could do like the... Um, what's it called? Like Stockholm Syndrome or whatever. Yes. You start falling in love yeah. with your captor or stuff like that. And then if it is just him having... Imagine him having like lunch in his little dinner tray yeah. and then his head wanders and he there is that musical element yeah. but it's not happening where he's imagining what yeah. could happen yeah, and it's her as well I think that could be brilliant yeah really yeah, do I think it's gonna be, so he's going to meet other people surely in Arkham Asylum well yeah that's how far, people, they, how far do they go world. with it well if it's his own if it's his own little world they could have an old yeah, fat anything, Oswald yeah. Cobblepot yeah. Penguin or yeah. Riddler, or yeah, anything, Riddler yeah. in there it could, that's a good point actually like, oh. he's got fun with that I don't I don't see that because it's a much more ground universe much like the what Patterson Batman I don't think you're going to see anything too comic booky Arkham Asylum. So I like, don't think you're going to see a Mister Freeze, no. or something like that. Mm. I think you're going to see much more like a Harvey Dent or yes, an yeah. older older versions of them, which which is really brilliant. Really, really excited. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really wait. excited for it. Man. Uh, another bit of uh, minor DCU's. Idris Elba says he's working on a really big project for DC. Really big. Is, really big. Is this the other spin-off series from the Suicide Squad? It's got to be. Can't I would imagine so. <laughs> James Gunn's already confirmed. Loads. Of, he's got loads of pies in the work at DC with um, projects. I think it's a blood sport. Um, HBO Max. Yeah, well, not, it's not a film. Um, the, this is the thing because they've got like another year. I, I think they'll get with Idris Elba and James Gunn. They're not going to piss them off. David Zaslav wouldn't piss them off. So mm. yeah, do what you want. Do Bloodsport. <laughs> speaking of James Gunn, he's he's come out and said Peacemaker season two is firmly solid. Yeah. That's happening. No worries. Um, another, I can't remember what it was now, but uh, Kevin Smith's DC project it's like an anthology of the history yeah i can't yeah. remember what it was called now but it's a anthology series of guy that's also been cancelled but that's been swept under the rug no one's really <laughs> seen that yeah. and there's a constantine series that's apparently still happening do you know who's doing that no this on. is the whole deal jj abrams this is the, oh this yeah, is one yeah of course of, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's a 250 million pound deal he had in yeah. the works and this constantine has been going on for yeah years. it has so yeah Brad? I remember you saying that on the pod. Do you? I remember yeah. it. High five, man. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, so there's a few people that's come out and said these projects are safe, they're happening, so don't worry about them. Yeah. Uh, now, let's get on to someone who's had a really good week, uh, Sir Thomas Cruise. <laughs> He's uh, having a bloody year, do not he? Yeah, bloody good year. So Top Gun Maverick has officially passed Titanic to become yeah. the seventh highest grossing film at the domestic box office. That's what a very man. good. That's what very a good. Man. That is fantastic. Um, it's, it's amazing to see our fight go. It's still out. It's still out for us at view. I saw it yesterday. It's still on about half night at night or something. Yeah. Um, so it's still bringing in the money. Uh, this was a little thing. I was going to leave it in scraps, but because you mentioned it anyway, did you see that Lewis Hamilton had to turn down a role in Top Gun Maverick because film production clashed with the Formula One season yes, climax? I did see that. I did not. Did you not see that either? No. Oh, yeah. I did you did see, see it? that? I see it yeah. yesterday. Yeah. So he turned, he turned, around, turned down a role in Top Gun Maverick. So it's the hardest thing he's had to do. Yeah. No. Just what? because of the production clashed with uh, yeah the Formula One season climax. Oh, that is a shame, man. Because they're obviously well close. What would, so. he, what would he have done in there? I, I, I couldn't imagine where he'd be. I know not a proper role. Yeah. It wouldn't have been a proper role, but. 
What would he have done? Maybe yeah. it just would have been a like one of the little minor because there was about the eight, other pilots eight young pilots yeah. and about six of them didn't make it. Yeah, to the yeah. to the Top Gun school. Oh yeah, the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon I reckon he was one of them sitting down when he comes in and gets the handbook and goes toss it in the bin. <laughs> yeah, I probably mean, could have been. He was sitting down, wasn't he? But this yeah. is this is confirmation for this Formula One film they're going to be doing that. Surely Lewis is going to be in there, isn't he? God, he has to be. Very good point. He, has he to must, be. must be. Is Cruz doing that? No, no, it's the, no, it's the guy who did top. Cruz must do yeah. that. Oh, he's going to pop up in it. Yeah. Of course he is. He must um, Now, yeah. <laughs> uh, just going to talk about this one quickly because I have uh, a little bit of a, a uh, quote. Right, we'll talk about this one. You can discuss it while I find it. Tom Cruise developing three new projects. <laughs> reprisal, reprisal of Les, Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder. Please tell me you remember Les Grossman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. The dancing, the dancing bit in the office. Sure didn't have yeah. a clue when I'm... Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know what that's doing. His own film, I suppose, or something. <laughs> I don't really know. Um, a song and dance style musical, which Bring is unusual for him. Yeah. Uh, has he done... Rock of Ages, he done... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I suppose so, yeah. But still unusual for him, <laughs> isn't it? Good boy. And then this one made me laugh because I thought... It's just Mission Impossible. New action film with franchise potential. It's just Mission... Just yeah. Mission Impossible, yeah. isn't it? It's got to be a spy film. Yes, yeah, definitely. Film. Now, let me find this because Christopher McQuarrie, who um, obviously does the Mission Impossible films, he mentioned about uh, Mission Impossible Part 2, whatever it's called, Dead, Dead Reckoning, Reckoning Part, part 2. two. Um, I cannot find that. It's really, oh, here it is. Uh, so he said, Mission Impossible uh, 8... Uh, Tom Cruise's best stunts ever teases director Christopher McQuarrie. This is his quote. We already know what the third act of part two is, and it's off the chain. It's Tom topping Tom topping Tom several times a day. <laughs> so it's obviously we've got the, we've seen the clip where he's on top of a plane, mm-hmm. a biplane sort of thing. So that's happening. Doesn't seem too out of the ordinary for me because people do that in their spare time as a hobby. True. Yeah. So what is, what's he doing here? What is he doing here? I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, to be fair, I, I'm trying to think of something that tops that motorbike stunt that he's done. Yeah. So the, the what is obviously everyone's seen it online, which he's done about 127 times. He just enjoyed it. Driving a motorbike <laughs> off a yeah. cliff. Yeah. And then parachuting. I can't think of it. Obviously, he's done loads. Mm. Um, but that is pretty up there. That's worth. That's, well, that's death. That's death. So yeah. That's yeah. Not, That's worse than skydiving, like jumping out of a plane. That's like you've got a, you're flying a you're sort of spiraling down with a motorbike. <laughs> Off a ramp into yeah. off a cliff. That's how do you top that? Yeah. The only other thing he's got to do, I don't know what he's actually going to do, but the, the this big thing he's got to do for this final Mission Impossible film has to be he he has like a ten percent chance of survival while doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's like almost yeah. guaranteed death. Yeah. And I don't know what it could be. <laughs> do you remember in a uh, Rogue Nation when he learns to hold his breath for six minutes? Yeah. Uh, what? Oh yeah. See that? that. Almost dead. <laughs> Could just cut, yeah, just, just cut, man. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Uh, so yeah, so quote. I didn't see that. No. Yeah, so it's going to be a bit of a some mad stuff going up yes. with Cruise. I would have thought he'd be slowing down after the end of Mission Impossible, but apparently, new action film with franchise potential. So. He will die on set. I was about to uh, say, what? and I think he'll be happy. What yeah. you know, dead reckoning is no, he died. Yeah, <laughs> we, we lost him doing what he loves. Yeah. Uh, now, a little bit of a uh, funny news uh, just to finish off the news segment. Uh, actually, I didn't mention what our main segment is. We'll get to it. It's, it's bullet train and pray. Spoiler alert. But a uh, little bit of uh, news. Uh, Brad actually voted this as his favourite animated uh, film last week. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 will hit cinemas December 20th, 2024. The same day as Avatar 3. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so that. that's being moved. That's yeah. not happening at the same time. And this I was going to say for scraps, but because it's sort of the same thing, I'm just going to put it out there. 
a live action Pac-Man film is in the works. <laughs> in the works. How do you do that? A called? little Pac-Man chasing ghosts. Sure. I get, or being chased by yeah. ghosts. I don't know. Weird. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog free. Happy. Yeah, it was. I, I was fun with it, it just as much as the bit of the first one. So yes, I'd see two. Yeah, it's I'll watch fun. it. It's good fun. Uh, and that will wrap up uh, news. Fresh. Right, so uh, no trailers this week, which is unusual. I think maybe the first one we've ever done without any trailers. Legit, can't remember a week yeah. without them. Um, school summer holidays, maybe. <laughs> uh, anyway, so our main segment is uh, we're going to be talking Bullet Train first, and then we're going to be diving into Prey. Uh, so let's go Bullet Train first. Uh, what's the story, Connor? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, so there's a train. <laughs> yes. A bullet train of some sorts. That's no, a bullet train. Um, basically, Brad Pitt's character, um, Ladybug, is called for a job. Doesn't know what the job is, just needs to, to get a briefcase. <laughs> um, but what he doesn't know is he's not the only one on that train with the same goal. Not really the same goal, though, but it's all intertwined. Love it. Um, without spoiling it, that's all I can really say. Yeah, so we're going to do a little bit of non-spoilers first, um, and then we'll move into it. So uh, let's firstly go then, uh, Brad, your rating out of 10, and, uh, a, and a little synopsis of what you what you thought of it. Okay, I'll try and give it a sentence. I'll give it 7 out of 10 in terms okay. of rating. Um and as what I thought, I'll just say straight away, I've said it to you, it's bar Top Gun. It's probably the most fun I've had in a very long time at a cinema. I was laughing. I was wow at some action things. Um, the cast were fantastic. So I, I had such good fun with it. And that's how mm. I'll leave it. Okay, okay fair enough. Um, I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. Oh. I was knocking the door of 8 out of 10. Ooh. And that... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This pin. Why was that? Sorry, sorry. That was really high pitch. Woo. And yes. I, I think the 8 out of 10, we're going to save that and put it on the yeah. soundboard. I think the 8 out of 10 is personal, not sort of just thinking okay, about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I love that style of cinema. I like the title cards coming up on the screen midway through the mm-hmm. film, the flashbacks. Yep. The the colour of it, mm-hmm. the energy of the cast was fantastic. I thought the action was really, really good. Um, and it's something not superhero. And that's yeah. what I like yeah, the most. Nice. Yeah. And like you say, I come out of that film feeling so fun and excited. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I think that's why I give it a high rating. Okay. okay. I, I'm going to give it a seven. Um, uh, agree with what we say. The only one I don't agree with, Brad, is a little bit of you. I didn't find it that funny. I thought some things oh. were a little bit too on the nose and I was... I was a little bit cringed. Some of the some things, bits I did, some bits I did cringe. Yeah. but I, I laughed out loud at some bits, and so oh, the whole enough. cinema did. To be yeah, fair. yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we didn't have a very energetic <laughs> cinema. I don't think <laughs> I didn't hear much yeah. laughing, apart from one guy. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, seven out of ten. Um, great action. Uh, I thought a little bit overly long. Uh, I thought it was points where it was going to end and it, it didn't continued, which was necessarily a bad thing. So mm-hmm. there was some good bits in it. Acting actors were pretty cool. The interactions and the intertwine of the story is what I I liked probably the most of it. Because uh, yeah. it wasn't just a simple... I thought when I saw the trailer, I'm not going to spoil it, but when we saw the trailer, I thought it was just a load of assassins on a train all trying to get this briefcase, yeah. Yeah. which is not the story. And I quite liked that uh, fact. Yes. Sort of yeah. And a little surprise at the end, which I didn't actually see coming with the girl. Yeah. yeah. Which we all know, but we'll talk about it in a bit. Um, so what do we think of the... Let's go through some of the actors. Brad Pitt, what do you think? I think he's found his new style. Yes, I, I think yeah, this, yeah. Will, this will be him yeah. going forward. You said that to me the other day as well. Yeah, he's a bit like Keanu Reeves. Late in life, he's mm-hmm. found his now niche yeah. of what he's going to be doing. And um, yeah, I think if this is his new role in sort of action comedy, because um, he was really funny in The Lost City for yeah, brief, briefly yeah, in it. Yeah. Um, and this, and he was just so good. Like things like when I laughed out loud, for example, I remember the bit. I don't know if you probably remember it. You know the big bear, the big teddy yep. bear? Yeah. The bit when she tries to take the case and he yeah. goes, 
punches it in the face. It's like, a little just, sound, a little squeaking yeah, sound. Yeah, and I just though, proper yeah. laugh. Like, I just, yeah. There's so many bits in it that I just really got me. And it's all Brad Pitt. He's, his charisma was so brilliant. Um, yeah. But yeah, really, really like it's, um, it's It's uh, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith sort yeah. of acting. He was yeah. like on the nose sort of comedy thing, but half serious. Mm. But um, yeah, I agree. I, I think he did really well. Um, you can definitely tell that this film was done by Deadpool uh, creators. Yes. Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's even a... The bit where it's slow mo and he's sort of going through the train was very Deadpool uh, as well. Um, but so, so David, I know. Sorry, I did write that. David Leach. Yes, the sorry, yeah. Yes, in um, the scene which is just exactly the same is the domino That's table it, yeah. scene. Do you remember the lorry? Yeah, and Juggernaut gets freed. Uh, that's exactly the same like at the end the slow motion yeah. thing. it's just except it's Deadpool's balls going yes. in someone's yeah. in uh, yeah. uh, Josh Brolin's face yeah. uh, compared to his, but to its credit look, worked, worked look, really it well good didn't it yeah, yeah. Really good, yeah. Um, now uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson I really liked him he was my standout oh yeah, okay, yeah. I, I thought he, he was really cool and I think he could do the Cockney accent unfortunately Lemon Lemon couldn't do it but um, <laughs> he said a more mank but Aaron Taylor Johnson's character he was really cool yeah. It was a better Cockney accent than Tenet, I thought. Oh, I feel like he'd worked absolutely. on it a bit more. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I know he's English, but yeah, he, this Cockney accent of his, I agree, it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, thought, I thought it was really cool, and his suit was uh, spectacular as well. It was. <laughs> yeah, he looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a handsome man. <laughs> yeah. This was the one, by the way, that got him the Craven gig. Really? Yeah. Oh, you can see well, why. Because obviously... I was about to say, you can't see why. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, I think he's, fight, he's really aggressive fighting. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, get I that, think, yeah. I'm not, I'm not just the long hair. I'm not saying yeah. that mm. was why. But he, the way he fought, like, and it was, I, I was watching closely, so I thought, because oh, is he, he's, that, he's really that good at it? And he's really aggressive. The way he was, When he was fighting Brad Pitt, it looked like he was literally overpowering, really strong. Yeah. So he, I think he did look quite aggressive. So I do understand maybe why they liked it. Yeah. Okay, his partner, Brian Tyree Henry. Appalling accent. Appalling but accent. I Good did, actor. Yes. Yeah. But I did really like the relationship between the two. I thought it was a... And the Thomas Tank Engine thing, I, it was a bit grating on me at first, but I liked the diesel bit at the yeah. end. I thought that was Apparently that is very, very big in the book of this, which is why they're so right, heavily okay. leaned into it. Because okay. I was a bit like... What's going on? Yeah, here? but then a lot of people on our Twitter were saying that I hadn't seen it. Did they do the Thomas Tank Engine bit? And I was like... Well, I think so. I've not read the book, but there was a lot of Tommy's Attack. There was a lot of talk. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's that's why it was such a big thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was, I, like I said, like relationship to him. The bit, you mentioned it before we even saw it, where they uh, argue about whether it's 16 or 17 people are killed, I thought was brilliantly done. The flashback to their massacre, let's call yeah. it. Yeah. And even when the 17th person is just an innocent bystander, I quite like that. Shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the relationship, I, I don't think you could, you could really ask for more of them. Pulled an accent. Um, but after maybe half hour, I didn't really care about his accent. It was, was fine. fine yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't meant, you know, you're not, you're not taking this film seriously, no, are you no. anyway? So who cares? Um, and a character, an actor I forgot was even in it at all. Michael Shannon. Yeah. Is, um, what, call, what do they call him? White Wolf. White, White Death. White, White Death. Death, sorry. Yeah, the Wolf's the other one, isn't it? Um, he was brilliant as well. And we got uh, one of Brad's favourites, the hero you. Hiroyuki Sanada. Sanada, yeah, very good in it again. I mean, I literally sa- wrote Michael Shannon and Hiroyuki Sanada <laughs> fighting like samurai. Yeah, I don't know what more people want <laughs> yeah. from cinema. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And, um, and we've got a few uh, little cameos. Um, let's talk. Let's talk before the big ones. We had uh, I don't know her name, but Kamiko from the Boys is yep. the trolley dolly on the train. <laughs> um, we saw the bit in the tra- <laughs> saw the bit in the trailer with the uh, 
Anthony Johnson, Brad Pitt fight, and then she comes in offers a bottle of water. I thought that was quite a, it's quite a cool yeah. scene. Yeah. Just um, throws it easy. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Makes him pay. Yeah. Makes him oh, pay for it. So all. good, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it was good. And we've got um, a very little cameo. The train conductor is, I don't know the actor's name, but Hero from the show Heroes. Yeah. He was in it. I thought he might have had a bit more to do in it, but not much. Then we get the big-ish cameos. We get Chad and Tatum. Quite a funny little scene. And just saying that Brad Pitt's found his niche of acting, that's, that's Chad and Tatum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, over-sexualized comedy actor. Yes. That's yeah, now yeah. that's now what he is. Uh, and then we get Ryan Reynolds very, very briefly. That was a good twist. Yeah. Uh, didn't really think that was coming towards the end. No. Yeah. Um, and would you call Sandra Bullock a cameo? She was, well, I suppose she was voice acting, but yeah, she was in it for what? Yeah. 30 seconds, but... Yeah. I knew her voice immediately. Yeah. Yeah, immediately. yeah, yeah. Um, so, all around, I think, I think we all agree, the cast were actually pretty you good. She's yeah. good, isn't she? That Zazzy Beats. Zazzy Beats. Oh, I forgot about her. She's yeah, really yeah. She's really good, yeah. isn't she? Uh, yeah. So, mm. yeah, I've, I've, I didn't expect in. her to be in the uh, the, the costume or whatever. No, I... I did Mogomon, Mogomon yeah. or something, whatever it's called. Uh, I, did, I didn't expect that, but she is really... She's a very, very good actress. Yeah. Um, I also... That was for... Uh, that, that was Bad Bunny, by the way. See the bloke? who gets stabbed with a knife. Yes. Um, you know the shocking announcement of Sony's film, El Murta? Yes. That's B- Bad Bunny. That's who's playing uh, El Murta. I mean, he looks uh, like he can fight. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just thought I'd throw that yeah. in there, but... I was a bit... Because um, he... Made, made, the trailer made it look like he was quite a main character. Yeah. Without... won't say spoilers yet, but not really there for I that quite, long. I quite liked the... When he was, like, howling and shit. I thought it was quite a cool yeah. wolf character. The backstory was yeah. good. Yeah, really. I think the backstory was actually better than... The train story for him. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But, um, yeah, really good all round. I don't have a complaint with the cast other than the poor British accents. Because I think sometimes when Hollywood tries to do a British accent, I know Aaron Taylor Johnson, obviously, he, he is in he Houston, is, yeah. yeah. Um, but even him doing it and saying with Brian Tyree Henry, they think English accents are just fuck every other sentence. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, to try and emphasize you are English, yes. you have to be swearing every other word, every other sentence. And that's a bit why I got a bit grated on. Yeah. I know it's part of the character, and that's a bit a bit of it was funny, but it was it was very heavy, very very heavy. I yeah. think, like you said, the only saving grace was that it turned out in the end they had very good chemistry. Yeah, and I think yeah, that yeah. just outweighed it. But I'm the same as Craig of the yeah, it grated on me after a time. But I did, I was sort of so engrossed in their little twin story that I sort of got over it. But yeah, it was. Really bad. One of the worst I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was really yeah. bad. Uh, another thing I've got to mention her, uh, quite a standout, I thought. Um, Joey King, who is the young girl who plays the character Prince. Mm. Uh, I thought she was very good. Yes. Yeah. I, really? I liked her. She, she was she looked, a clever uh, little character, I thought. Yeah, mm. looked very animated, didn't she? Very, she very animated. I, I didn't think of that. Yeah, that very is animated. Very the little school point. uniform type thing with a little backpack Socks and that. Up. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. I, thought she, I thought she was really good. Um, should we get into spoilers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, from here on, there'll be time code in the description, so just come back, because we've got Prey, and you don't want to miss that. <laughs> now, um, with spoilers, I don't think there's really much to go on. Should we just talk about the intertwining stories, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll sum them up quickly, and then we'll we'll talk about it. So Brad Pitt's there, obviously, as kind of mentioned, just to get a case. Don't really know what it's for. Uh, Antonio Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry are tasked by the White Death to bring his son and his ransom money back, which is a load of, I think it's a million... $10 million, $10 million and some gold in it. Um, who else is there? You've got the white... No, white wolf. Is it white wolf or the wolf? the wolf? The wolf's there to get revenge because the... Oh, what's her name? Zazie Beats. I can't remember her name. The poisoner. It's, it's like the Viper. No, something like the Viper. No. 
Hornet. Yeah. So the Hornet Zazie Beats um is an assassin who murdered all of his family by using this snake venom and he's there to get revenge on her as well as Brad Pitt's character because he was, was she was hired as well by the white she Death. was also hired by the white death as well <laughs> and then you've got the young girl massive spoiler alert um what's her name Joey King uh, who plays Prince is actually the white death's Michael Shannon's daughter and she's going after him for revenge and has pushed the kid off a roof it's very complex <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pushed, the, pushed the kid off the roof to get this guy who works for him already to kill him by his own gun because he has a ritual that if someone tries to kill him, he will kill him with their weapon. Yep. So there's a little electronics in a gun that will backfire and a case that will explode if opened it, which is the ransom money. And the young boy who they're transporting, who dies early on from the Hornet, is her brother. Yeah, I think of that's that it. That's it. Uh, oh, other- and there's another one who Ryan Reynolds plays, who's an agent who was meant to be Brad Carver. Pitt's Carver, who's meant to play Brad Pitt's role, pulled out because he had a stomach bug, so he doesn't get to go on the train. But he's the one who murdered the White Death's wife. That's exactly every what? aspect there. Well, you got forgot one. Oh, uh, what? Uh, the water bottle. Oh, oh yeah. that yeah, very clever. I I really enjoyed that with the card. It got its own little flash card, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. And its own journey throughout the thing. Brilliant. Um, so there's a lot of intertwining stories. And to be fair, did them all really well. Yeah. Really well. Yeah. Is there any, is there any one of them you didn't particularly like? Um, I think, like you said, the wolf was very quick. Mm. Very brief. The backstory was fantastic. Yes. I, that was really cool. Yeah. And when he's killing everyone, he takes their clothing and, and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but I don't think, I couldn't say I didn't like any. Mm. I think maybe, I suppose the hornet was short as well. Yeah. So maybe you can't, you can't, do them too much. Yeah, I, I personally, I, I liked them all. I, feel, yeah. I think they they done well balancing. So you had like sort of heart and emotion with Hiroyuki Sonata was just fantastic yeah. in this. Oh, I forgot his story. Yeah, really, so, yeah. so the sort of the relationship with him and his son, I thought them two literally not one joke, I don't think. Like just mm. all plain sailing emotion because it's quite serious what they're involved in with their, their his grandson and stuff and then you had the funny aspect of Brad Pitt and the twins and Tangerine and Lemon it was really I don't know how they'd done that with the tone because it was almost like we I slagged off Thor Love and Thunder because I thought their tone was all over the place mm. but this worked and it had different levels of tone at the right times and yes it was a mess and over the top and that's why I, I've marked it down to a, a seven and I wouldn't call it you know an amazing masterpiece or fantastic film but the, the story from the books of course it was just really really good i was really engrossed and it kept twisting yeah i was yeah. really engrossed in it yeah that was my favorite bit of it the, the intertwine of it, it and the changing. little twist that were going on it was uh was very good and even you know the whole bit where you, you mentioned about the sleeping powder at the start and then it's <laughs> used and then eventually yeah. uh lemon is, he, is lemon, is lemon yeah, yeah lemon yeah. pass it and then even at the very end he comes back and he's stolen the truck and he ends up running over Prince. Prince, yeah. So it's like it's it's very well worked, and then obviously Sergeant Bullock turns up at the end, picks him up to go home, and then the car break. It's it's. I think it was quite. It's very very clever film. Yes, it's a I wild think. ride. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, wild ride. Wild ride. Yeah. Um, the the unrealistic nature of the ending though is a bit mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is a bullet train at the end of the day, and is going very fast, and manages to uh, basically drive a wedge under another train. And carry on find down the track. Yeah. Uh, you've got to suspend reality with yeah. some of these uh, moments. But uh, yeah, good fun. The houses were built strong, weren't they? When it crashes into the yeah, houses, they, they weren't destroyed. Oh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got not, not much more to say. We've covered everything. But I, I just thought it was, yeah, it was a shock to me of how fun I had. Yeah. So, really glad I went to the cinema and saw it. 
Yeah. yeah so. Is there? I don't know. Any obviously the backstory to this, but is there like sequel books? Is this? Is this? I don't actually know. I, I don't know if it was like a. It's def- I'm pretty sure it's not like a comic run or anything. I think it was like a book. Yeah. So I don't know if there is any like series of novels or anything. Yeah. I do think it's doing quite well though. So I wonder mm. if they do think about this. I mean, I could easily do another one. Easy. Just another yeah. set of Ladybug. stories. Yeah, <laughs> Ladybug. Ladybug, yeah. Ladybird, Sorry. So yeah, I'll easily do it. Yeah, you can go back to the uh, the wedding. You can you can do some. Of, yeah, you can go back to all these backstories. Yeah, there's films on that. Yeah, but like, like, I like. I think that quite a lot of people would see like see Lebanon and Tadri and some of their other uh, outings. Yeah, see him in Bolivia. This. Literally, Bolivia. Bolivia yeah, yeah, the Bolivia one. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was so that, that that's that's why I don't. Did you get a Guy Ritchie feel? Or was it just me? yeah? No, that, yeah, that bit very much. Was, really, yeah. there was the way it kept like when really you're going. Oh, remember Bolivia, and then it was literally like cut, and it's just them going. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah, and it was like just really, really good how they just showed you a glimpse, come back, and it was very, very smart. Um, yeah, just really good filmmaking. And also, West Ham were on the map as well. <laughs> very much so. Yeah, right, film from a blowing bubbles. I've never heard that rendition. They were beating Chelsea as well, weren't they? One nil. Yeah, one nil. <laughs> yeah. Get in. Yeah, there was a couple. There was like three different versions of yeah. bubbles in that film. Yeah, I've heard uh, the last one. A bit of a, and the first overplayed double. Oh yeah, it was overplayed. Massively overplayed. Overplayed. <laughs> uh, that's another thing, isn't it? Yeah, you know, we saw it in the boys. You know, if you want to make. Make sure people know they're English and not Australian. Show football. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very much so. Yeah. Uh, same with Iron Man 3 as well and Ben yeah. Kingsley. That's Chelsea uh, as well. <laughs> we Liverpool, yeah, Chelsea, yeah, Martin Skirtle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I think that'll... Uh, let's do anything more to say. I think that'll pretty much wrap oh, yeah, up. Uh, see, yeah. Watch. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to uh, Prey, which released on Disney Plus Hulu uh, last Friday. Yeah. Um, let's get... Uh, let's go, Connor, your rating for this. Uh, okay, my rating for this, I'll probably go 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I did really enjoy it. I love the gore. It is a uh, pretty fucking wild. Um, <laughs> pretty and, uh, fucking wild. Can you just say, can you just reaffirm that it is gory? It is absolutely okay, gory. Cool, yeah, yeah we, we've had some <laughs> comments saying it's not gory. It is gory. Um, and I, I do like um, Native American stories as well. Mm-hmm. So those two clashing, I thought was really cool. And nice. I think, and they had Native Americans, and there was all Native Americans. So well done. Mm. Didn't hire any anyone else. Mm. Didn't like, need to. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, credit looked very good. Credit looked very uh, good. Yeah. Very cool film. Very cool film. 8.5. Ooh. Ooh okay. I, was, I thought it was great. I thought okay. uh, the Predator stole the show from it. I know she was very good, um, the young lady in it. Um, but the Predator, I, we're all fans of the Predator because that was sort of a bit of us. But I always really loved the Predator. So to, to capture that finally and properly, um, he was so cool. It was ferocious. It was a primitive one, which I like. They didn't have plasma cannons, mm. yeah. um, which is obviously iconic to the Predator. So I liked that. Um, I just thought it was so, so good for such a simple story to sort of make a grounded but sci-fi adventure um, mm. slash horror, whatever you want to call it. I just thought, I thought it was great. I didn't want it to end. Mm. And maybe that's because they'd done right with the time of the movie and didn't make it too long. They just make a really good punching action movie. Didn't take long, did it? No, it didn't <laughs> no. In. I yeah. think it was about 30 minutes, actually, something so, first happened or when he arrived. I, uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm an 8.5. I thought it was great. Nice. Uh, I'm going to agree with you, Con. I'm going to go with seven on this. Um, I think there was uh, a lot of good stuff. The Predator was outstanding. The action scenes were brilliant. Uh, the gory bits. I didn't expect that level of, um, of kills, basically. No. Mm. But then again, before I go into that a bit more, like, for example, the guy who commented on our review saying it's not gory, it's Disney-fied. I don't think he watched it before he commented. No. But people do just... You've got to keep in mind, although it's coming out in Disney+, Plus, this is still a Fox film. They just own Fox now. It doesn't mean everything has to be... 
Disney, Disney and, yeah. and it was also Hulu, not Disney. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. So, but I think just like will... Pam and Tommy, like it's not made yeah. by people anything to do with Disney. Yeah, I know Disney. It's a company own. under. Yes, Disney. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So um, really good action scenes, like you said, primitive um, uh, predator as well as the native uh, native Indians, uh, Native Americans, Native, Indian native Americans. Americans. Yeah. Um, yeah. And <laughs> uh, and but the one thing that I said to use. Uh, I think I watched it first, most of it first, and I had to yeah. go out. But um, I didn't, although they were, you know, Native Americans, I didn't think they actually was, if that makes sense. Like, the relationship, the way they talked to each other wasn't, it was quite modern no, I, day. I, I, I do almost. agree with you. I do agree. Um, so that a little bit. The dialogue me. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. The way, and, and I think even some of the way they acted towards each other. Um, but other than that, um, absolutely fine with it. And the Predator... I found a bit odd that he didn't have a plasma cannon because he still arrived on a big old spaceship. So <laughs> yeah. how primitive are they? Yeah, but I liked yeah. that idea of the, um, what they, um, heat ra- seeking arrows. Yeah. La- yeah, yeah. Laser seeking arrows. They were, they were quite cool. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I can say much more unless we, Joe, he's a, uh, he's a ex basketball player. The predator. I assumed it was oh, really? someone yeah. of like, but not, not acting ability, just big. Yeah. yeah. Do you know well, what I mean? Like, okay, cool. Yeah, there's European yeah. leagues and the basketball player. Oh, it was quite nice pack. to see a, Slim practical. and lean and practical predator because if we look at obviously Predator One with Schwarzenegger, um, not a massive predator. Mm. Predator Two, there's quite a few, but they're not massive. But then when you look at the Alien versus Predator films, they're they're bulky. Yeah. They're bulky predators, huge. Yeah. And this one goes very much back to basics. And like I put in the review, I think this is the second best Predator film. I agree. Yeah. Now, um, I don't know if we need to get in spoilers yet, but the, I'll tell you one of my why it's a seven for me. It's because although it is a primitive predator, apart from the plasma can, all the other tech is there that, I've, that mm. you've seen in pretty much every other film. Um, he, the predator from the Arnold Schwarzenegger film, survives a lot from machine guns, bombing, grenades, like a lot. Yeah, but he is taken down by a person with an axe on a string, and ultimately his own weapon. Mm. And I thought. Yeah, I know that's the sort of time period that is the point of this film, but it's like this must be a, a worse, much worse predator than the one we see in the eighties or whatever it was. But it's not a massive deal to me. It's just like I know that's the idea of you know bows and arrows against a predator. I get that. I I, I, I completely agree, but I feel like that was, and I know you know that, so I'm not trying to say mm. you're wrong because that's your opinion. I do think that was the whole point of this movie. Was, yeah, I know. Yeah. Was to show that we're not anywhere near the predators that we've seen. Yeah, and okay. it was all, it was about. As everyone knows, the whole point is for these predators. I didn't like the whole the the predator, the latest one with the whole sort of trying to get the genetic splicing so they get better and bigger predators. That's stupid. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was awful. That was that was Lloyd Holbrook um, one. It was awful movie. But I, the predator is supposed to go to these worlds and find these and hunt and etc. to learn and be better mm-hmm. species. So this w- I did get the feel that they was bringing a low level primitive one. And it's gonna sh- it's showing you a little snippet of how they get to our yeah, okay, yeah, one. Yeah. So I really liked that. There was there was a little bit more, not just the the change from plasma cannon. It was the fact that like it had a shield. They mm. don't have shields. Like mm. you know what I mean? It, had, it was a shield and had like a had like a, a sword. Yeah, like yeah. It, it felt very primitive to me. The face looked completely different as well. Mm. So it almost felt like an evolution thing. Yeah, I just I really liked that yeah. they were trying to tap into that sort of sequel. Leading up to the big bad 
can't do anything against them unless you're on a Schwarzenegger predator. <laughs> yeah. I will yeah. I will say that. I think I, I you're right. You're completely right what you're saying. But I do think the predator is fucking useless without his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see yeah. that helmet's gone. Yeah. Don't know what's I mean, going on there. It, yeah. it does take, I mean, he gets a few spears in him, yeah. but yeah, you're, you're, you are probably right. At the end of the day, maybe it could have been a, a, a bigger, badder death. Yeah. yeah. Than, but how, then again, how else were they going to do it when they're, they're awesome fighting people with, you know, they've got bows and arrows. Against, I mean, they had the guys with the, the French, yeah. are they French revolutionaries, I don't yeah. know, with the guns and stuff. Um, they didn't really do much, did they? No. And they had guns. So yeah. it's clever. The way she did it is clever. That's yeah. the, I think that's the point of it. But, um, um, do we? Is there spoilers to say about this? Really, I don't think so. Uh, one big spoiler: the dog doesn't die. But yeah, that's that's yeah. What I do yeah. whenever I see a film with a dog in it, there's a website called DoesTheDogDie.com, <laughs> and I'll search it. And if the dog dies, and I'm wearing, I probably won't watch the film. Brilliant. So I always search. Did, you, it did it say on it? No, yeah, it said he gets his tail trapped, but it doesn't die. Oh. <laughs> Good. Is there any spoilers to do on this? I think. There isn't major spoilers to this, yeah. is there, really? It also came out on Friday, and it's now Wednesday. Yeah. So, and it was no one had to go to the cinema and see it. Yeah, yeah. Her, so, brother, her brother dies, the new war chief. So the, the film is, basically, she is a hunter and a warrior, and she wants to be a fighter. But her role within the tribe is a woman's role of go out, get up early, she's always kicked awake, gather the food, gather the, the essentials, yeah. the medicines and stuff. But she wants to roll with the boys. Very Pocahontas, I think. Very Not Pocahontas, Mulan. Yeah, very so Mulan. Um, and she wants to prove herself. Yeah. Um, and the only way to try and prove herself is to kill this lion. And she gets injured, but actually, it turns out she did basically kill the lion. <laughs> yeah. And her brother's a bit of an arsehole. Yeah. He is a bit of an arsehole. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked the way they moved. They were like, you could tell they were warriors. You know what I mean? No, yeah. they went toe to toe with one of them, was dodging, even when they were, even when it was invisible. Um, and sh- and camouflage, but yeah, I, I thought it was a real. I did. Look, I I really got that native feel. I do agree with Craig though. Yeah, they missed a trick on a dialogue. I almost think the Cam Comanche. What's it called? Uh, the the tribe. It's called Comanche. Oh, the tribe. Yeah, not the tribe. The uh, Comanche. I think it's called mm. the native terminology for what they of those guys mm-hmm. are. Um, and this because it's the first Comanche dub ever in film history is what. This was the whole big thing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That, that um, culture has its first dub of their language. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I almost would have preferred subtitles. Um, yeah. And you know what? I think, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I, cause I, have no, I've, I think it would have been really cool to hear the, because, you know, they've done the screams, which we know. Yeah, they, yeah. I really liked that. But then when they go back to saying, like, um, yeah, so did I kill that lion? Yeah. It didn't really fit as uh, much. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I think that actually would have been a bit better yeah. with, the, with subtitles on. And seeing the war, uh, um, the chief. Mm. Stir the cheek is the yes. war chief. See him sing. Yes. Because it's dubbed over with music. And I want to hear him singing in yeah. Native American singing. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. I, I think like that would have uh, been better. Yeah. I think it would have sold the tribe to me a lot better. I agree. Yeah, a lot yeah, more. Yeah. Um, but I think a standout scene for that is the bit when they're in the smoke, smoky oh, bit when there's, yeah. they're shooting. Because oh, I really like the idea when her and the brother are left there as prey. Hence the name. Um, yeah. Left there as prey. But it's like, it's a bit like uh, what they say Jurassic Park is like T-Rex doesn't want to be fed. He wants to hunt yes. and kill. And I, I really liked that bit. It was really, really clever. I thought yeah. really good. Even yeah. even like at the end when she put the, made the put, knew the man with the one leg would pick up the gun yeah. and she would just stand there and the predator just walked straight past her mm. before she then kills it. But as long as you're like Craig said, as long as you're not preventing a threat or showing a threat, it's not bothered because it wants to hunt. It's not just want to kill people, does it's it? It's like that yeah. weird little... Um, Flour or weed or whatever made yeah. made them really cold. Yeah, so I thought it was quite. Oh, a I did think. I thought when she fell into the mud, 
Yeah. Um, thing. I thought that's how she's going to disguise herself from the Predator. They've done it too many she's, times. Yeah, they can't do the most. Adrian Brody even done it in his yeah. Yeah. Predator, but you're right. I it's, I that's bit, they did have a lot of iconic moment uh, lines. You, you would have heard it um, when she goes, if it bleeds, it dies. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, etc. Dutch, whatever his name is. So yeah, there was loads of things um, like yeah. that, which was cool little throwbacks. But now they know how to do a fucking Predator movie. Yeah. Would you? So I, I think, obviously this has worked quite well. It's getting good reviews. I think, what and tomorrow is still about ninety six or something, ninety five, really ninety six percent, something like that. Um, we all we all enjoyed it. Do you think it would be good now to do another one, but do it a bit further down, maybe a hundred years later, maybe like doing sort of like World War One time, another or, slightly yeah. bigger and better predator, yeah, more slight advance, and he goes back to get his trophy from there. Because I think the idea, like you said earlier, obviously they send a a this is like training to them, and they go out. He kills, I think at the time when he gets there, the bear's the biggest thing there. So he kills that, takes the trophy for the, because he kills the wolf, the helmet's it starts too big. A, yeah, mm. a snake. A snake, yeah. A wolf, bear. That's it, and then a human. So maybe they send another one back and now the humans are a bit more advanced mm. and the predator's a bit more. I think I'd like to see that in another time period. Yeah, I think so. But, I really like that. Yeah, but I think keep it short and sweet. Aaron 40 minutes, yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Well, it weren't even that. It was 11 minutes of credits. Oh, yeah. I was shocked when it was. It was yeah. hour and 29 actual film. Jesus. Perfect. Yeah, that was, yeah, was perfect. The story was fine. Yep. The action was fine. Because if you, if you do it, say, like, I don't know when this is set. What it was about year? 300 years. Right, so if you yeah. do it in, I don't know what people people were like 100 years later, but if you did it a couple now, leading up to, say, World War One, because I think... Predator 1, Arnold Schwarzenegger's around about Vietnam yeah. sort of time, yeah, isn't it? Must be. So you could do it, and then it builds up to Predator 1, and then you've got a more advanced plasma cannon yeah. acting. Yeah, just it. not too much human element. Just give us pre- uh, Predator yeah. and yeah. humans fighting, that's it. We don't, yeah. I don't care about love lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. Touching it like she did with her brother and stuff, but not too much, Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, I think that will pretty much do it then for uh, Prey. Uh, so we are now on to uh, what we watching. I can't remember what the button was. Hold on. <laughs> Sing it. <laughs> Tell me! There we go. Tell so, me. what are, what have we been watching? That and worked well. You did. What's the time? Sorry. Gabbles. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Con, what have you been watching this week? Uh, so, I have watched, I've watched Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. It's a penultimate episode. Good ep. Um, Jesse Pinkman's in it. Uh, nice to see him. No it, water? No water, yeah. I think he's next week. Cool. He'll be in it. But this, this episode focuses on... Um, Rhea Seahorn's character, Kim Wexler, mm-hmm. after the events. So she's moved to Florida and she's just living a boring, mundane life, which is not Kim Wexler. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. I do still feel like we're getting a lot of black and white. But then thinking about it, I don't see what they really can do within Breaking Bad timeline because mm-hmm. it's moved on too far. They're too old and it's just, you can't really do much. So oh, I'm enjoying it. Looking forward to next week as the pair are back. Okay. Uh, also, I've been plowing through Westworld because I want to get to season four. So I'm on... I'm almost finished episode seven, so one more after this. And I don't know why I stopped watching it, because I am really That's what I said it. last week with uh, yeah. season four. Yeah. yeah, I'm really enjoying it, and I, I cannot wait to, to get... Catch to, up. Yeah, but I, I will say, if you have a big break, you might want to yeah. watch them all again. Yeah, I, I, I said to Con earlier, I watched a YouTube recap, because like, when I picked it up again, I was yeah. like, what is going on here? Yeah. And to be fair, I think even if you'd watched it fully, season three is a bit confusing. Yeah. With what, there's a lot of different stories going on it's, it's, yeah it's good yeah that's it that's my screens yeah you want me to run through yeah go on i've got quite a few so i'm gonna i'll, I'll rally off i've had a busy week okay. and it's been full of absolute fucking great tv and uh films just judging from uh prey and bullet train alone anyway um craig's gonna disagree with me because i remember he watched <laughs> this one a while ago and i've only just watched it 
uh, The Last Jewel. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought it was great. Ah. Mm. Um, I, I mean, you're entitled to your Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I, was so, I was so engrossed. Uh, I, was, I was saying to Connor at the pub about it. I just thought, I didn't know it was, that it was it's filmed in a way that it's three chapters all from a different um, point of view of the three mm. accused. I thought it was so, so clever. And the jaw itself at the end was more brutal than I thought they would yeah, do. It, no, that bit, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just was really like, sort of the moment, Jody Coleman, by the way, and Adam Driver. Adam Driver, I know he, people love him. He don't get enough credit. No, he's, no, he's, he's, a, good, he's a good actor. His English accent pissed all over Matt Damon's. Really? Oh, anyway. But yeah, just the way that Jodie Cormar sort of the the rape scene, which is what it's all about. One minute she's crying, amazing accent, being held against the will. The next minute, the next point of view, is she is this rape? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's really clever. Anyway, but obviously I knew Craig mentioned he'd watched it and wasn't a big fan. Uh, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was overly long, quite a bit. There were some boring moments in it, but I think it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Mm. Um, But anyway, yeah, so I watched that. It was great. Uh, and then a quick one, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, mm. that is one of my, honestly, it's one of the best TV series I've watched. Ooh. It's so good. It's all, a, it's so simple. If I say it, you're going to go, huh? basically, a murder happens in their building. They're all true crime podcast fans. So they start a true podcast crime about that murder in their building. Yeah. yeah. And it's so good. What's and, it on? Amazon? Uh, no, Disney Plus. Oh, Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. Is, it, is, it, is it funny? Is that a comedy? It's bit? so funny. It's like, it's, it's, I didn't know if it yeah. was actually comedy. Um, you'll know the, you won't know the name, I don't think. Martin Short? Uh, uh, I do but know, but I don't know. You'll 100% is, yeah. know the face. But yeah. uh, he is fucking brilliant. Selena Gomez is funny in it. Steve Martin, it's, you, you definitely know. Yeah. But yeah, just them three in their chemistry is fantastic. And it's so clever because mm. they've all got a dark secret that starts coming to the fold. Uh, and then uh, Sandman. I think you've both watched a little bit of this. Oh, I haven't yet. I've watched two. Oh, okay, fair enough. I haven't. Uh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I smashed it all. Obviously, as you <laughs> know what I'm like. Um, the more it sits with me, I think it was brilliant. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I knew I was going to like it anyway. But it seems to be. I'll be shocked if there's not a season two. It's it's getting called masterpiece all over the place. I think high eighties Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. But yeah, it's. I thought it was so clever. Um, but yeah, uh, what did you think, Craig? Um, yeah, I've watched two, um, and I'm still intrigued. I probably will. I probably will continue it. Um, it's not my favourite thing. It is. I do like. See, I find it strange because I do like fantasy type things. I, like, I love Lord of the Rings and and Witcher and stuff like that. But this is this is very this is I, very far see, down a rabbit hole. This is where we mm. differ. I don't class that as proper fantasy. What I, I class Lord of the Rings as like shield fans, swords and shields and. Type of yeah, fantasy okay, yeah, and more yeah. like war than that, that. What was the other thing I did like? You did like fantasy. Shadow and Bone, yes, that, yeah. Which that's yeah. got like not many, it's all like realms and fantasy and magic. Yeah. Like that, that's that's what I class as what I love and my weird fair thing. enough. But they have obviously fantasy has a massive sort of cult fan base, so things like this are usually mm. sort of spoken about, yeah. And I don't see many people saying it was bad, but I'm. I, I didn't think it would be either of your cup of teas, which is what mm. I said to you. So I'm surprised you actually no, I don't, I, in. Well, I'll I tell you why, because I watched the first one and was like, oh, I'm intrigued by this because he's in his little glass cage. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the second one, it went 35 minutes. I went, oh, <laughs> I'll, 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 do, I'll do the second one then. You, um, but it, I am intrigued. I am going to continue. I'm going to watch it because like you said, there's a lot of praise. You, you love it as well. Um, and I am intrigued. And I must say, it does look fantastic. Like, yeah. The, the way it actually looks, the CGI in it is is very good. It's very impressive. I'm I'm quite surprised. Uh, last thing I'll say is so I feel like Connor. You need to watch this episode. I don't know why because you 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 like is gonna, quite, you're going to say episode five. No, six. Oh, okay. I think it is. Have you seen the um, deal? Immortal deal. Every hundred years they meet. 
That would, yeah. if you do, yeah, you would know what I mean by that. So, long story short, it's one episode. It's all about Dream when he's well, having a bit of fun when he's younger, um, Morpheus, and they haven't a year. Someone talk about want to be immortal and want to live forever. So they, him and a couple of the, you know, um, the Eternals go. Uh, should we just have a bit of fun and grant him his wish without him knowing? So they make him immortal oh. and they go, let's just have a bit of fun and see how he gets. And it's all about every hundred years. It's so more the Lord of Dreams goes to this bloke every hundred years. Come back to this pub. And we'll talk and see how you get on. See if you still want to live forever. Mm. And it's, the whole episode is every hundred years. Every ten minutes is a hundred years. And it's so everyone's talking. It's the most engrossing thing I've ever watched on Zelly. Yeah, I'd like but that's that. all it is. It's them at a pub. That's good. It's, it's anyway. It's strange. So that, but, I saw a lot of plays for episode five. I can't remember what that one is now. I mean, it was all it was all great. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. he's also Lloyd Holbrook. You know from yeah, Logan. Yeah. Yeah. He's horrible. Um, mm. uh, uh, yeah, he plays a nasty dream. Um, but yeah, so it's just fantastic. I'll have to, I'll have to remember what. I don't know what episode five was, but I'm sure it was great. But yeah, no, um, I will continue it just for the fact that I've got nothing else to watch, I think. Yeah. Um, but I want to see if it if it is. I don't think it's bad. Just I'm intrigued and it's just not fully my my sort of thing. Uh, but, and then last, I won't speak about this one because I've gone on too long, but 13 Lives, Ron Howard, about the um, Chile, no, sorry, the oh, Thailand cave. Not the Chile Miners, sorry. Oh. The Thailand soccer team. Oh, yeah, yeah, trapped yeah, in the cave. yeah. Um, it's more like a documentary film type, so... I can't really review it as a film, but I completely forgot. You will remember. I remember at the time that they like drugged these kids mm. to get them out. Like it, I can't even believe how they all survived. It's really bad. Um, but anyway, fantastic, fantastic interpretation of what actually happened. Um, and also, I don't really get the the people having a go because there's white people in this. I searched it. They were white men who saved them. Yeah, one was an English man. I'm sure. Uh, Stanton, he's the yeah. played by Colin Farrell. They're the English cave divers. Yeah. These two men that get called and they call a, sed- a sedative specialist from Australia, who's played by Joel Edgerton, and they are all white. Mm. And the rest of the film is all Thailand people. That's weird. I don't know why it got critic for that, but anyway, that's it. Some good TV and films. Yeah, that's solid. Okay, so uh, yeah, as I always spoke about Sandman, um, I watched a. I like. I like. You know, I like my murder documentaries. <laughs> There's a new one uh, just released on. Um, uh, Netflix called I Killed My Dad. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, is, it, is it literally that? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, obviously, it's a, it's not a, uh, like a fantasized one. It is a true, true crime documentary. Um, very interesting because it's, uh, I won't ruin the end of it because, like, if you're going to watch it, but it's all about this guy who kills his dad. Um, sure. and it's, yeah, but it seems like a out and out just murder at the start. At the start, he's got the real life police footage where they go in a crime scene and interview him, and he basically shoots his dad three times. And it's like open and shut case, murder, but mm. then it unravels, and the ending is quite surprising. I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. But it's, it's, it's only three episodes, and the second one's like half hour and forty minutes. I think it's about two out, two hours and a bit in total. Oh, easy, yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. um, it's a good watch. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, watched a uh, new Apple TV plus Blackbird. With uh, Taron Egerton, uh, Rip Ray Liotta. Um, really good. Really yeah. interesting. Based on a true story. I love my true story stuff. But <laughs> you do love your true story. I story. know they're obviously extended. It's not exactly a true right. story. But really interesting story. The guy who plays... Uh, I can't remember his name now. Um, I can't remember the character's name. It's... Uh, without spoiling it, the basic story is... Uh, Taron Egerton is a, um, a... Like a cool guy, basically, in the 90s. Made low money off of drugs and guns and stuff like this. Gets put in prison. FBI come to him for it's all in the first episode. Right? FBI comes to him, gives him a deal. Go to this really insane max security prison. Transfer there. Get close to this alleged serial killer and find out where the bodies are. Right, right? but 
this serial killer, I don't know the guy's favourite, I haven't actually seen him or anything else, he's a bit, he's loopy. Mm. Like, something actually mentally wrong with him What's as well. What's it called again, the series? Uh, Blackbird. Um, and he's loopy and mentally, this mentally bloke, and this bloke doesn't basically believe that he's actually killed anyone, he believes it's all in his dreams. Okay. So, but the, oh, so he the, thinks he's innocent? Yeah, yeah, this guy, oh. he thinks he dreamed the stuff of killing these little children and stuff. Not and it's real. a true story. Well, based on a true story. Yeah. And it's about them, him getting to this prison and, and meeting up with him, basically. Was it him, the chubby one? Yes. Oh. That, uh, Who is that? Uh, yeah, he's, he's a main character in Cobra Kai, but yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but he's brilliant. He, he plays a really, like, mentally ill right. psychopath oh. brilliantly. Um, like, Ooh, would well, be would well be, sold, would be good. Uh, yeah, you, honestly, sold. if you watch it... Take him out and put him in the Arkham Asylum with a Joker too. He would fit. He'd fit like an excuse there. But anyway, um, and then one a blast of the past film I watched the other day because uh, Bell hadn't ever seen it. Watched Shutter Island. Oh, and that's it's outstanding. That's, cl- that's close to flawless. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a very very good film. Um, I actually forgot that I thought the ending left it open ended whether he was actually mental or not I did until you told yeah, me that until I watched it again I was like yeah well I thought that yeah. and I watched it again and then I watched it and was like oh no it's actually the me- the ending is actually really meaningful um, but yeah Mark Waffle's brilliant DiCaprio's brilliant Ben Kingsley's brilliant in it um, every, it's, it's such an outstanding film great film um, and that's it for my uh, what we're watching so if we haven't got anything else we are on to Box Scraps Bunch of scraps! I've got zero show scrap. I've got zero scraps, but I see one pop up um, just a moment ago. Let me just Go on. Get, unlock my phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't verified, so it may not be true, okay. um, but apparently Prey is the most watched premiere on Hulu of all time, including oh. film and TV series debuts. So I'd, well like done, to, Prey. I'd like to see a top three, but well done, Prey. Yeah, well done. I'd also yes. like to try and think of what else on Hulu. It's what I'm trying to think now. Uh, and told me that's it, isn't it? But yeah. yeah, but it's done. They've, they've smashed it yeah. with this movie. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, I've got nothing either. Oh, well, that wraps up a lovely episode. <laughs> that does. Uh, so thank you for listening. That was episode ninety. Next week we have. Uh, you always look for me for this. I do. Uh, I always I've, forget. I've, I've, we've got a list of fun ones to break in because we're okay. so close to House of the Dragon, She Hulk coming yeah. up. But so for next week, I think we're going to tap into one of our big fun apps. Come back for that. Okay. Yeah. Well, so don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Weekly Cut. Uh, all we have to say is bye from me. Bye from Brad. And thanks for having us in your ears.